0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Better Call Saul, Season 4, Episode 2, it's called Breathe. So full spoilers for the episode, as always. So, you know what you know really struck me in this episode is what? is how kind of fragmented it is right now, where I feel like we've got like four plots going on, and each one gets a couple of scenes each.
1: Yeah, it's, it's almost like there's, there's actually not that much plot progression for each individual one.
0: The scenes themselves were all completely fantastic and... Oh, yeah, absolutely. ...leave me completely satisfied. So it's not really a cr- critique, it's more just that... Because I think what I, what I noticed was that we got Saul at his job interview, and then he kind of, like, we he we just disappeared until much later, and he came back with a dinner later on. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, so much has happened in that time, it took so. Took he up. had a whole day of stuff to do... Yeah. ...that so, he tells us about, but we don't see any of it. Yeah, not that we really need to. I mean, the... the the first one was the important one that we got. Um yep, with absolutely. the uh, the dude from Glow, the T V exec, was one of the <laughs> one of the managers that were were interviewing him. And fair enough, which one? Uh the, the shorter older looking dude. Okay. He uh, so so Saul goes to this job interview and we hear that he has a meeting that he's supposed to go to with Hamlin. We don't know what it is exactly. I mean, you could probably make some leaps, but you just hear, like, oh, you're not going to that thing today? He's like, no, no, no. If I was there to report, Hamilton knows how to find me. And obviously, he's up early, he's making breakfast. Um, Going a
1: bit overboard with it. You know, still in that very happy mood from, from the end of the last episode.
0: Yeah, a bit overboard. Made some orange juice, has healing powers. Kim disab- oh, oh. disagrees with this and then agrees that bacon probably does have healing powers and yeah and
1: then he's like oh you know if you don't want the oranges here's some coffee I already made with some cinnamon in it because yeah. I thought I'd try something different like mm, yes suspicious
0: suspicious but I think obviously from what we see from Kim she clearly sees this as him trying to overcompensate and cope oh yeah absolutely she, she's seen this as a slightly different thing than what it actually is with, with um no I think we have an exact pinpoint Answer to yep. it either uh, as of yet, but it's definitely not exactly what what Kim thinks it is. Um, I don't think so. I'm fairly certain of that. So, but it, it, so he goes to this job interview, and it's for it's a salesman. It's a salesman for companies buying photocopiers. And he comes in and he's making some small talk. He, he knows his folk because he worked in the mailroom. As he points out, and he you know multiple
1: so he, times he tells us this. Yeah.
0: So so he he knows you know how he how he changed them, the, the troubles you go through, how it can cause a chaos when something's not working, and he's got all these stories which impresses them. And there's that moment where you know the boss man's looking at the 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 the, the resume, and he gets to the, the, the pause. He's like, "Says here you were a lawyer, until yeah. like recently." Well, what? What the hell are you doing here? What happened, what happened there? It never actually, it just, I noticed it never actually tells him. It, it just, it, it keeps going, but it never actually tells him why he stopped being a lawyer. Which... Yeah,
1: he spins it around just because it, it kind of, just goes up,
0: Yeah, you know, fancy to change is it, it, essentially what it boils down to. It, to be fair to him, he comes up with a good... Because he's, he, he's got no sales experience directly, but he's like, yeah, the law is kind of sales. Like you're selling the, the jury, you're selling a your client, you're selling the judge, you're selling all these people. I'm I'm thinking in my head, he sold all those old ladies. <laughs> he did. <laughs> so that sounds he was Out of context, that sounds like he sold a bunch of old ladies to someone.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty bad. But he, uh, you know, he obviously has that moment where he thinks of one of the old ladies when he's, he's getting shown the ornaments that are that are around mm-hmm. but it goes fairly well they seem quite happy with them, and they say oh we'll have, have an answer by next week and he walks out and he, he pauses he's, he's halfway out the building and he pauses and I'm like oh Saul what are you going to do Don't, whatever it you're going to do but to, to his credit because I thought he was going to do something bad something stupid right not yet that was going to make everything crumble and then he goes in and he's basically trying to sell to them that they should not bother waiting and just hire him there on the spot because it would just waste time and he basically does a sales pitch this is the thing right in this scene he was selling himself and he was doing a good job at it well i think that's it they they recognize that as well they
1: they yeah. they're not really listening to what he's saying they don't really care about the sales pitch itself that he's making more just the effort that he's putting into it and going yeah he could sell photocopiers
0: yeah i mean i, I think like once he starts talking about the photocopiers themselves they kind of drone out because it's like oh yeah he's just describing photocopiers that's that's relevant for the job but i think the first part of it when he's talking about you know why wait like you're just going to waste time when i could be out there going Mm -hmm. right now and he's selling the concept and it's kind of working on them to the point where they actually say you know what we can have you set up by the end of the day we'll go through go through hr we'll get this all set up and i thought huh and I was, was actually, easy. I was proud of Saul. I was like, okay, he went in there, he, he laid his case out, he sold it, and then he does something else. <laughs> he he decides to chastise them for making this call. He says, "What you're going to hire me? I Just like today? I, no background check? Are you crazy? What's wrong with you two? And then tells them, and you know he says like, "I could be a serial killer. I I could I could piss in your coffee mug. I might do both." What? <laughs> What, what are you doing? You're crazy. I pity you two. You're you're a pair of suckers and any leaves. And I just I, did, I remember just I was just sitting there at the end of this scene thinking Okay, there's a lot to unpack here. Alright, there's a yeah. lot to unpack as as to what, why he just made this choice and why he just did this. And yeah. uh, that that bear bears conversation. My there initial thought at least in part is that he can't stand the idea of working for someone that he could con. I I think that's certainly in there.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So he tests fair. them. It works. He feels like he's conned them, even though he's really just proving that he can do the job. Yeah, it was kind of an on the feet interview, right? Yeah. Um. But he he sees that as them being suckers and uh dips out. You can I mean you can always look look at it from just a more uh you know come come further back and just say. He thinks he's okay, he thinks he can try and get back to work. And much like Kim's saying it's okay for you to take time off right now and not have a full time job. You're you're in a you know, your brother's just died, you're going through all this, you just got, you know, your law license revoked for a year. And you could you could argue it's just stress and it's making him erratic. You could yeah, argue I mean, I, it's that. I
1: think it is partially I think it's he knows he's not actually ready for okay, I'm gonna do a job day, mm-hmm. you know, Monday to Friday, whatever it is. But he knows he he wants to at least give the appearance of searching for a job oh, sure. he, he wants to go through that process for a couple of weeks and uh, you know as much as Kim's like you know ah, you know no, no point in having that hanging over me already yeah. i think he actually does i think he wants that like to be able to kill time and and justifiably do nothing and and tr- and try it gives him a drive right is the drive is get a job or or you know so you can help with the rent Okay. Whereas I think once he's got it, I don't think he has a drive, and he has to then be really aware of of
0: what. Yeah. What's okay. Happened. But why why pretend then? Why go through the motions?
1: I think again, I think like I said, I think it's he knows he he wants the he knows that he wants the drive of of not having a job, right? To distract him. So. He accidentally, he almost accidentally tries too hard in getting the job because you know he can't
0: help himself. He yeah. he goes into I th- it. I think the only thing I disagree with here is the idea that this is almost like I I think he doesn't like plan any of this. I think he in the moment when he realizes he's about to get a job is when he chickens out and then ruins it himself intentionally in the moment. I, I don't think he went in there. I don't think at the start of the day, he thought, I'm just going to go, you know, pretend to do this. I'm just going to... No, not at the start this. of the day. I
1: think that moment, though. But I think that that once he does that, that once, I think that follows through for the whole day. You know, we're not seeing it, mm. but I think he's not putting in the same effort all day. Like, he, he's doing the bare minimum that... Oh, I mean, lo-
0: to, 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 to make it simple, he's just not turning around and going back in for the rest of the interviews. He's just doing the yeah. first part. You know, he's, yeah. he's doing the polite... He'll do, go through the motions, yeah. but he's not necessarily going back in and wowing them. Um, yeah, that makes sense to me. I, I think he, I think it is an on the spur moment, though. I, I think it's he has all, every intention of getting a job as quickly as he can. He goes through his pitch. He goes above and beyond in this interview, above what most people would ever do in a job interview. And then the moment he realises he's actually getting a job, he gets scared and has yeah. to back out. Um, and he does it in his way. The reason why I was clinging to some of the other ideas, though, about him like almost testing them it was specifically the idea of calling them suckers given his entire origin of like conning people and mm. tricking people into things the use of that particular word just stood out to me i i think that's
1: him reverting to where he's comfortable in in this you know moment of fear and
0: panic and you know not really mm. knowing what
1: he's doing i think he just his personality reverts to
0: what it knows Well, reverting absolutely makes sense given what happens at the end with his story in this episode yes. cuz he he, of course, calls up Mike and says, hey, I've got a job. And we see that he's eyeing up uh, the, the little ornaments that were in the office. He's eyeing up how much they're worth online. Yeah. And they're like eight, eight to ten grand from, from the quick glance. And there's quite a few of them in that office. And uh, it sounds like there he wants is, Mike yeah. to help him steal them. I think so. I, I was actually worried, actually, that he'd already taken one. I thought, that, that'd be too obvious, Jimmy. Like, you, you just left that day and ones went missing. Yeah,
1: yeah, that would be obvious.
0: Because <laughs> I was thinking, when he was looking, at it, I was like, oh, did he already swipe one? Did he, like, just grab one and his way I was like, and... if he got one of those, they must have pulled some tricks on us for us to, for us to not have seen it. Yeah, but no, that's not what happened, of course. He, he was just eyeing them up, and he's presumably wanting Mike to go in and do a bit of uh, covert operations. Uh, and I mean, if Mike's... I'm really intrigued to see how he manages to convince Mike to just steal. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if he uses some trickery or... If he kind of My, banks on Mike just wanting something to do... I think he'll try that, but I think what
1: I would assume the outcome is, is just Mike says no. Kind of Mike tries to slap him back on the path, right? Be mm-hmm. like, hey, what are you playing at? I don't mind doing jobs when there's a, a purpose, but I'm not just stealing to give you some money. Yes. And, you know, it's like, you know, you've got to get your head on and uh, straight and, and, and do this properly. That feels too straightforward though. It does, but I can, I can i can just see you know you know jimmy trying to worm his way around and convince him and you know if mike doesn't want to be convinced of something i mean you, you ain't doing it right as as we see in this very episode
0: but yeah so that, that that's kind of Saul's thing but he comes back and he's like yeah yeah there was one that i wasn't quite ready right for that's what he says to her it, obviously he just says i just turned it down <laughs> rather than the big show and dance that he actually made and then uh they watch movies um, and Kim almost was going to pick Jaws three D, and I, I was, I was, I was rooting for her too, because that that was the funnier option to me. I, you know, because obviously the, the the movie comes on, the movie starts, and you, you hear the music,
1: and then they just start mm. making out. Yes. I was half expecting to hear the Jaws theme.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, over the top of them making out, I really mm. was. I kind of see that. I gotta see it. That. Let's not gloss over Kim's big scene, though. She, I mean, she doesn't really have a plot per se, but she has one big scene. Yeah, probably the biggest scene in the episode. Probably. It's definitely the best acting scene. And that's not to, you know, diminish anyone else uh, in the episode. Lots of good acting
1: all around because there always is. But yeah, this is the standout.
0: But yeah, she goes to uh, HHM and Rebecca's there, who's uh, now the warden of Shawshank Prison on Castle Rock, just for anyone keep keeping track of these things. Um, I was like, shit, you better hurry up and move, Rebecca. You've got a prison to run. you got to go. <laughs> um, but she's there and it's the it's, you know, Will. It's just sort of like the estate and and whatnot, and she's 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 getting whatever's left to her. Uh, so I in a bit of trivia here that I'm assuming they researched for this is uh, so so Kim shows up and Hamlin's. Like, oh, so here's here's what uh he left Jimmy, and he's like, oh, what's on here? Four thousand. And there's like an awkward pause. He's and like. he looks so squeamish. Like, like five. Five. <laughs> And Rebecca doesn't understand. Like, what's the purpose of this? I mean, it sounds low given how much he's worth, but, like, what's the specific but purpose of But we know they didn't number? have
1: that great a relationship, yeah. right?
0: So it's like, okay, it's plausible
1: he didn't leave him that much. Yeah, but there's a specific reason for that amount, as Kim tells us, which is really
0: interesting. As, as soon
1: as she questions it, and, and he, he's like, not far off, he's like, uh oh. Yeah, Ham- Hamlin
0: also knows what this means. Yeah. Uh, clearly. I mean, they're both lawyers after all, but uh, specifically, she's like, hey that's four thousand is the amount that you can still give to someone that you want to cut out of your will and not have it be challenged yeah it, it's it's enough that it looks like you're being generous yes but
1: low enough that yeah compared to everything else yeah and then there's a letter and how let, let's not brush over the, the, the really important part for me is is that uh, he wants him to be on
0: the board for, for this scholarship oh yeah for young up-and-coming lawyers yes yeah yes um and it, Hamlin tries to sort of like sort of end everything there. He's like, "Oh, I'll walk Rebecca to, her or, I'll, I'll walk you both out to your cars or whatever." And she's like, "No, no, I've got some more things to talk to you about, Hamlin." Yeah, she's like, she's having none of it. He's like, "Gulp, gulp." So Rebecca leaves, yeah, much. and he does some awkward stuff with Rebecca. But you know, just saying, "Hi, nice to see you again." And everything about it feels very, very pleasant, but un 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 unpleasant at the same time. You know, it's it's forced pleasantries. Yeah, but it's um, uncomfortable. But they don't—they don't know each other well enough to be mad or angry at each other, right? It's because kind of, yeah. kind of, they're, they're too detached. Because this is this is Chuck's wife, and she she doesn't even know. I mean, she knew Chuck well enough, but she you know she obviously knows Jimmy mainly, and then Chuck's through him, and then it, then it gets to her. So she's so far removed. She's like, you well, know, I mean, def-
1: I assume she worked with Chuck as well, right? Oh, it's true. Before, but, he no, would, not, before he went ill,
0: worked with him, but not not in a, a personal no level professional relationship, but not yes personal relationship is is Jimmy. Because typically you don't, I mean, obviously people fight at the office, but I mean, like in terms of actual, like proper rage fights, that tends to be a personal Usually, fight, yeah. Usually. I mean, sure, some assholes at work might be, <laughs> might be bold enough to go for it, but typically people are a bit more, especially in a law firm, I'd imagine they're a bit more
1: Yeah, yeah, it's is, is the one place where you really don't want to do anything out of line, right?
0: <laughs> I'll sue you. Well, I'll sue you. <laughs> Cause yeah. it's not like I can see the, the sitcom already. Yeah. Oh god. What do you call it? <laughs> There's a good name for that sitcom. There is. It's it's in there somewhere, right? Mm. Anyway, uh so so Kim very quickly gets very, very animated, very loud, um, a Hamlin. And you know, I think the thing that really stuck out to me is what is this bullshit? You know, and she ends up with kinda of saying and what am I supposed to do with this letter? Am I supposed to, you know, give give Jimmy this one last fu from beyond the grave? I like says, So what's in this? He she knows that he's read it,
1: even though it says "Oh, for Jimmy's eye only." Yeah. He's definitely read it, and she knows that.
0: Yeah. I, I don't really know if he has or not. I mean, I, I'm not. Oh, I think he has. I I ultimately don't think it matters because I I think the point here is that he he like no matter what Chuck was always going to write roughly the same thing, right? <laughs> So, okay. so it doesn't actually matter what's on the letter, is it? Because it's probably going to be the same belittling shite that he's been spewing at Jimmy his entire life. Probably, yeah. But the big thing for me was the fact that she outright, you know, because I think up until this point she's always been supportive of Saul. But I've, I don't think I've ever outright heard her talk about how Chuck treats him. To it's this it's very
1: rarely addressed, actually. Yeah. Like, even though we've always seen it, and characters have been supportive you know when it when that's been around it but never directly kind of going hey this is kind of shitty
0: yeah no one ever really calls me they'll 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 comfort Saul and whatnot kim specifically um and she'll listen to him but i feel like her actually it's almost like there's regret in her voice that she never really stuck up for him to chuck specifically i think
1: it's that chuck was you know relatively a a powerful man in this community and Quite intimidating, right? Even even when he was ill, he was probably quite intimidating to to the people, especially the young ones who you know she she worked alongside him was probably you know she, she was worked under him presumably for quite yeah. a bit.
0: Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I felt like it was a more direct addressing of how he treated. I mean, forgetting like everything else, because obviously like last season we had all the stuff with the uh, defending against him because of what he was accusing Saul of, and that led to the the trial and all the rest of it. I mean, obviously there was a lot of stuff in there, but there wasn't specifically other than maybe the, case, the the court case itself when it was talking about how he's vindictive towards him but even then it felt very kind of formal because it was like, we're bringing up how this was the first time I felt like Kim had outright just emotionally said, this is how he treats him. Yeah, it, it
1: was when she called out the bull, you know, oh yeah,
0: never in a million years would Chuck have given him that scholarship Yeah, um, it felt very impassioned and I, obviously this follows on from saying, what was that shit you pulled where you came over after the funeral and told him that you thought Chuck had committed suicide and Hamlin is sitting there, and he keeps trying to talk, and he just can't. Like she keeps shouting over him, and he's just, you know, he's he knows he's backed into a corner, and he's got nothing he can say. There's nothing good he can say right now. And what I love about this is that she thinks that what he said to to Saul is why he's acting the way he is, and it is why he's acting the way he is, but not in the way she thinks it is. But she thinks that putting that on him is making Saul bottle up and try yeah. to, you know, regress. And I think him right now is trying to take care of Saul oh absolutely she, she's trying to look out for him and take care of him I mean um, that's why she's here at all right absolutely yeah absolutely um, but there's one thing showing up to collect the letter there's another thing like outright sticking up for him because I think the tragedy with Kim's story whenever we end this is that she is truly sticking up for him like she truly cares and is fighting for him which is something Chuck never did that was Chuck's thing Chuck was always against him that was the big reveal and then we yeah, always had this he always, weird he always bailed him out but he never cared yeah, he 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 was he was always belittling him. he's always putting him down and making sure he couldn't advance, you know, professionally. Hmm. Whereas Kemi is just outright standing, putting her foot down, and saying, "No, no, no, this is bullshit. What you're doing to him, this should be better." And Hamlin says, "You know what can I do to make this better?" And she's like, "Nothing. There's nothing you can do." But I just, she's the one true person who's really batting for him. Yeah. And so it's going to be so tragic, isn't it? Yeah. So 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 when this turns, when she has to disown him assuming assuming she doesn't just die at some point but when she has to make the choice that she when she doesn't want to bat for him anymore when she sees who he really is and realizes that he's never going to change it's going to hurt (laughs) it's really going to hurt
1: i think there was a long time people assumed she's going to be dead right because there was never any mention of her in and the more it goes on the less likely i think that is i think Mm. i think it's still possible that her her death kind of snaps jimmy into soul right like because there's no one else left yeah possible but i do think accidentally you know turning her against him is far more tragic and, and has a lot more you know tv potential
0: yeah i i think that's where the drama comes from i i, I think their relationship's been really, really sweet. For all his faults, and for all her recognising his faults, they have grew, grown this connection over the past three and, a, three and something seasons. And it's just gotten sweeter and sweeter, and they've, they've you know, to the point in the last season, they're living together, they're working together. Now they're properly, you know, this domestic couple, watching TV and eating dinner together. And, and they're at this place... Where it feels like Saul doesn't really see what he has, that he's willing to like risk things, where here he's tempted to go back to a life of crime because that's what he, he feels comfortable doing and what he understands. Yeah. That he has to always return to that. And it's kind of the, the core thing with Saul and it's the thing we're always going to keep coming back to. And it's it's the tragedy. I, th- I think the, the most tense thing about this show is the is that you want him to succeed, you're rooting for him, but you know that he's the one who's going to mess it up. Yeah, that's it. You, you, that's it. This show at its core is a tragedy. Yeah. And and we all know that. And obviously but... we see other people mess it up for him. Chuck repeatedly did it and we hated Chuck for it. Yeah. And that was a big thing. But ultimately the real sad part is is that he's eventually going to cause you keep because you kept saying to yourself, like, what if people really went for him? And I think that's the, the really hurtful thing about Kim sticking up for him here so much, is like, no, there is one person who, no matter what, seems to be on his side, who is doing everything in her power to be there for him in a way that maybe Chuck wasn't that anyone else yeah. hasn't been. And that's why it's going to hurt when he ultimately throws it all away because he can't help but be Saul. Yep,
1: it's it's just a matter of time. But you know, at some point, he's going to screw it up because that's how this has to end. It has to be him that screws it up.
0: I mean, arguably, this is this is the start of that this episode. This is the ball starting to roll. It uh, could well be, yeah. But
1: then we've said that a couple of times already, right? No, we Thinking have. That, but... that, that oh, this is it. This is this. This is the plot that does it.
0: i I think the reason why it can start to happen slowly soon and when i say happens i don't mean that she starts to turn on him like gradually over the next few episodes i don't mean that at all i just mean whatever he starts that leads to it eventually i think can happen now because of where she is now because of where their relationship is now now is where dramatically it's actually going to it can't get that much better than this
1: before you know and, and you want it as strong as it is before you ruin it right I mean, unless they end
0: up getting married and having a kid before it happens, but... I mean, yeah, I, I think you could go as far as engaged, but I don't really see it. Engaged, but never quite getting to the yeah, I could, that's, yeah, that's a possibility. I think
1: that's the closest you can go, but I'm not even sure if it goes that far, honestly. I, I, I'm i not sure. I see Jimmy, especially here, as, as the, the, the marriage
0: type, right? Oh, sure. Um. I, what, what if he like, proposes... He's the one who proposes... And this is right when she's made the choice not to stick with him, and she says no. Mm-hmm. And this is—I
1: can uh, see that, yeah.
0: But like, what, what if like he thinks this will be a show of like, oh no, I, I'm committed, and I, you know, I'm going to change. I'll, pro- I'll propose. It's almost like a, like a bandaid over the 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 faults that I've, that I've become, yeah. and this this will be the final nail in the coffin, if you will. That'll mm-hmm. send them down the path to Saul I, I, I don't know. There's there's a lot here, but just this scene with Kevin was so well acted. It had so much emotion behind it. And it means so much not only for her character, but just the 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 dread of the the inevitable outcome. Now yeah. that someone is at to this point, really, because st- I think it's one thing to stick up for him when he's standing there. It's another thing when it's a conversation he's never theoretically never going to know about, and she's willing to do this. Yeah, because she obviously doesn't tell him about it. Yeah, and it- I think he'll likely find out from
1: Hamlin at some point.
0: It's true. It's tr- it's true. Caring, I guess, is what I'd call it. She truly I, cares.
1: I think the 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 obvious thing to do is he'll find out from Hamlin after he's already pushed her away. Never, no, you know, and not realize um, just how much she was batting for him until it's too late.
0: I could see that. I can I, I, I can feel the stab in my stomach already. Yeah. Uh, for, from from that potential moment. And and I don't even mean find out maliciously
1: from Hamlin. I just mean he'll mention it, assuming Jimmy knew that. Yeah. Because. Because she says she's there on on his behalf, he thinks that he knows about it. You know, she's saying things like, "Oh, he doesn't want any any possessions from the house." Yeah, and again it, with like with authority.
0: And he does know she went, but you know,
1: yeah, not to this extent.
0: Yeah, but not what happened. She's clearly not telling him about it. I mean, hell, does she? Does he even know she went really? No, 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 he doesn't. Because yeah. she says, "Oh, I just stayed, stayed around the house." That's right. No, she says, yeah, that's right." So yeah, so
1: she he doesn't know. She doesn't obviously. She's not going to give him the letter. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he might. That's the other way he might find out. He'll find the letter at some point.
0: Yeah, I mean, she might eventually decide to give it to him after something happens or or whatever. Mm. But right now, she's holding it to herself. And that five grand, the sneaky, the sneaky minx. Yeah, I mean, I I, <laughs> I assume
1: it was just a, a check.
0: Probably, it was just a joke. All right? yeah, analyse it. I'm just
1: I'm just saying. It was she, a joke. She's, she's keeping it for when the rent gets low, and and he still hasn't got a job after six months. <laughs>
0: so so that, that was the soul stuff so i mean i think on paper not much plot happens with them to this episode but when you actually sit there and think about the the emotion behind it there's yeah. a, there's so much there which is kind of soul's thing it's like you know even when yeah. even when it feels like there's not a lot of plot going forward there's actually a lot turning behind the wheels that you can really dig into so here's, here's a question oh. on that just
1: last question going forward on on her stuff here
0: obviously she said oh it's five grand this is the
1: the payoff as to accept mm. that you've been a cut out of the will does she accept that and just go with it and never tell him, or does she try and fight for more?
0: I don't think she can. I think that's kind of the point, right? Is that this is the acceptable amount where? Well, no, 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 because that was
1: the point. She said, "If you, it's the acceptable where it lo- so so people don't contest it because it looks like
0: oh, that's enough." But I think the lawyers all know what that is, right? Well. I th- I think that just depends on how you interpret what exactly how she said that. I feel like I feel like there is kind of a limit where, well, you you got. Four well, grand. I'm I'm just
1: using like uh, Rebecca as the benchmark here, as as the non-lawyer. She didn't realize that f- that that was an insult, right? She didn't realize that five grand was an insult, but both the lawyers knew immediately. Nah, that's it. Well, yeah, but. It's not like Saul. Saul would know that too, right? No, Saul would know that exactly. But so if if they did con they if they did contest it, right? So so they could contest. No, it. No, no. But what I'm,
0: saying, what I'm saying is though, if it's something that just because you know it's an insult, you can fight it. Why Chuck surely wouldn't be silly enough to to try it then at that point, right? Oh, I think he would just to spite him.
1: I'll let you contest it. No, okay. I'm, I'm not saying uh, she definitely will. Yeah. I just. I, mean, I think it's possible that, that maybe to she you know to to really try and you know bat for him and you know to to try and almost get justice for for the way Chuck treated him.
0: Maybe I, I don't see it being about money. I suppose I, because as much as she says it's an insult, I don't think it's about the, the money itself. It's well, no, about... I
1: don't think she, I think I don't think she sees it as about the money either. But like I, I think it was it would be more to fight on principle
0: rather than to actually get more. Because she, yeah, but she, she couldn't do that without Saul being involved, though. Eventually, he'd have to come into the process. You, you, yeah, I, I would have thought so. Yeah. Yeah. So no, that's never even occurred to me. No, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so moving on to Mike. Mike had uh, <laughs> essentially, he got a phone call. And he has to go see Lydia, and Lydia's basically, like, "Hey, what the hell are you doing?" showed up at the, the you know the, the the place the work and just stealing
1: passes and yeah. messing up the going into the warehouse and disrupting things yeah
0: t- telling my manager off why why are you doing all this and he's like well i'm doing the job anyone asks you know there's a face people at the, the place can now confirm that i showed up and did that job and you know you've, you've got what seven more and in, in the, the southwest well we'll do another seven then <laughs> it's just like and if i ask you to reconsider and I'd to reconsider. <laughs> As I made. said earlier, you
1: you cannot convince Mike to do something he doesn't want to do, or in this case, not to do something that he does want to do.
0: Yeah, like I said, you know, he's he's covering himself, and he uh he he wants to like have every single place to be able to say, yeah, he was here, he did that job. Yeah. Um, and I like that you know she she thinks this is more dangerous this way, and he thinks, of course, this is, this is actually safer having doing this because then I can those, see like, both sides.
1: Yeah, because from her it's like, well, now there's more people who know you exist, right? You're yeah. you're creating more of a problem in the sense that it might draw attention because you're there, whereas yeah, we 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 wouldn't even notice. No one would notice otherwise. Where he's like, but if someone does notice, then I've got I've got backup.
0: Yeah, like I've done the job. I mean, I think I'm more on his side than I am hers because ultimately, if she says them No, we've sent in a security consultant. Let him do his job, and he goes in and does his job. Is there anything that's suspicious about that? Yeah, no, it's true. I I think uh, you you could argue that he
1: didn't need to be on site, right? He could just look at all the details they've got and go, "You need this, this, this." That's not good enough, and that would be, that would still fall under security consultant, right? They would,
0: but I think part of his point is that there's witnesses. There's people who say, "No, yeah, he, yeah, he came yeah. and did that job." And if you know, in say the IRS or whoever's ever snooping around and going to ask these places, no, he showed up. He did that job. Anyway, she 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 phones Gus, and Gus is basically like, "Why why are you pestering me with this? Go away. I've got I've got I've got Hector Salamanca to worry about. I don't uh, no." And but ultimately, because she's like, "Oh, I I, kept, I told him to stop. but He's going to keep doing it. He's going to keep stealing passes. What am I supposed to do about that?" And he just says then give him a pass yeah <laughs> give him a pass and make it even more official that he's just doing his job that he's yeah. got a pass to get into these places
1: yeah exactly he'll so, probably
0: still steal one anyway just because he wants to test it yeah because he's Mike but you know so so Gus is clearly more on Mike's side here at the very least he respects Mike enough to to accept that he, he's doing the right thing I, I think he just
1: doesn't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> honestly I think he's like this doesn't concern me just, just do whatever you know. The, I think the, the easiest. He knows it's easier to to convince Rebecca to give him a pass than it is to convince Mike to stop. So this
0: is just the easiest option for him. It's like just, just do what he says. So the other big thing in the episode, of course, is we have we have uh, Nacho and we have uh, that whole crew. The, the twins are back. They're spying on they're spying on Hector. Or to say spy, they're protecting Hector more than anything. Yeah. Uh, but we've got all the spies. We've got we've got Gussie's men spying on him. Yes. And. Uh there's a lot of stuff here, like Nacho goes to his father, tells him it's over, uh, and his father insists on him taking the money that, that technically was owed to Hector, even though no one's gonna come for it, just because that's not my money. That that was laundered through here. I don't want it, I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Uh so so Nacho understands this, takes it anyway, and he asks Nacho, you know, wh- where like did like when are you gonna be out of this? When are you gonna be done with this criminal life? And he's like, I'm working on it. And I'm like, oh, I feel sad because I feel like he's not got an easy out here. Like I feel like he's going to be stuck. In yeah, this I
1: think I think as soon as he came to town and said it's over, I'm like, it's not. That's it. You've you've, you've kind of just signed your death warrant.
0: I, I think it may be over for his dad. He may have he may have successfully gotten his dad out of the. Oh yeah, yeah, of fire. specifically for that. But yeah. I, I
1: was just referring to it as
0: the, the overall situation. Oh, for himself, sure. He's he's locked in, and that's yeah. clear by the end of it, but. Uh, I think he might have successfully saved his dad from being a part of this world, quite possibly,
1: and and until until Hector you know wakes up. Uh but then, he and then a he's bell. like, "Where's all this money that I've not been getting?"
0: I I, I can't I can't wait until uh well no, it's not it's not so much that he's not getting the money it's just getting London to different places.
1: Yeah. Because they've
0: still got the job going, they're still making deliveries, they're still selling drugs, they're still doing
1: everything. There'll be a noticeable absence, right? That it's not coming, that that they're missing the the percentage that's supposed to come through the car shop.
0: Why are you assuming they've not just found a different place for that? Or why Natural's just not found a different place?
1: I mean, I I don't know. That's a fair point.
0: Yeah. There's there's, there's a little bit any less money, there's just... He's found somewhere else. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Because he did not want his dad involved. But uh, he... he, They end up... um, so, so we see them at the hospital and there's like a really amusingly awkward scene where the nurse, the, or the new doctor rather um, who seems to be, you know Gus is kind of pull some strings here to make sure there's uh, a new doctor here from a different hospital. Yeah,
1: because there's, there's a conversation early on with him being like
0: you know how how's he doing? You know,
1: who, who knows? I mean, if he was in Johns Hopkins, would he be any better? Maybe, maybe not you know, who knows? But how do you find out you pull in
0: one of the doctors from johns yeah. hopkins um interestingly she she speaks spanish and she very quickly because the twins aren't responding to her so then she starts speaking spanish and they actually do speak <laughs> they actually speak to her which is like okay Weird, isn't it this is a rare occasion this is you know you you, you get a, give yourself a lollipop you've achieved something here today um but she, she's talking about them um, and then that's when nacho and, and uh, arturo come in and they they're standing around. It was just awkward. He's like oh, she's like, right, Make sure you talk to him because on some level he will probably be able to hear you, and it may help him come back. And she leaves, and they I just stand, all four of these big tough men just standing there, just in silence. And then one of the twins just says, "Talk to him," because <laughs> like, they're going to do it. They don't talk much. Yeah. And then Nacho delegates. He's like, a true. You, on you go." <laughs> so we just get this. I was like, "Hey, Don Hector, uh, streets are good." Money's coming in. There was that one gang that gave us trouble, but yeah, we we, we him out. It's so wonderful. In fact, my favorite part of this whole scene actually is when the new doctor comes in and the old doctor's in there. He cannot wait to like be away from this patient. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you take no, you take him. I don't want co co uh, medical rights. You, you take him. Yeah, fine. he's I'm like going. Uh, these
1: twins are creepy. I want out.
0: Yeah, he's like he has all these bodyguards that look like they're what, killing me like, all the time. I'm just going to leave. You're fine. You, 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 you all in yeah. your hands. It basically was going." if he dies it's your responsibility not mine yep yep buck has been passed thank you very much uh so so yeah but you know so we have have the scene but it's setting up that they're still running things um and later on they're going to gussie's men to get their their cut of the drugs and i remember this scene last season actually where there's a whole argument about five or six that was a that was a thing last year and then again okay we're getting six today this is our true and and he's like. sure he doesn't really seem that committed to it but he's like you gonna back me up he's like, yeah I'll back you up it's fine right and they go on and you can tell that Nacho's kind of hesitant about the whole thing but it's like no they have to pre- present a strong force and Victor's there of course and it gets very tense because they don't want to give him the sixth yeah um, they're like
1: no that was a one time thing
0: but yeah. Nacho
1: is very persuasive
0: all, all, all this uh, you know bullshit machismo uh, happening in this scene and but he pulls out a gun and they give him the sixth one but then they're leaving, and Arturo's getting cocky. He's like, "Ah, oh, see, nah, they, they were pissing themselves. Yeah, no one touches the Salamanca's." And then when Gus personally comes out with the bag, yeah, I thought that was notable.
1: Him actually getting his hands dirty himself. It's it's a rare occasion that he does that. Yeah
0: obviously one of the notable ones from breaking Bad was Victor himself uh that was probably the big one where we realized he could do something like that because up until that point he'd always been the you know he's, he's the last polish man he, he kind of does things behind the scenes but that was the first time we saw him do something violent I think from, yeah, from what but I even even then from then on it was still a rare occasion yeah and there's always with a purpose and
1: and here it's it's to show nacho that he's serious he's he's willing to put himself on the line here to make this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of twofold in a way, because in on the one hand, it's it's showing that hey, what just happened there is not going to fly, and I'm in charge now. But then on top of that, he's like, hey, natural, I know what you did. The salamanders yeah. don't. So let's keep it that way. Now you're mine. Yeah. And I mean, he just has to watch him suffocate. Because it's funny, I think uh, when 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 he first noticed what he did, uh, you know, in the finale slash last episode, I I was thinking, oh, maybe there'll be like a sort of more mutual. You know, like a, a beneficial benefic- beneficial relationship between Nacho and Gus, where Nacho will want to work for Gus. This is not that route. This is no Gus is like, no, you're mine now, i own you. Yeah. Because I know what you did. Um He's got something on him, basically. Because yeah. you know, I was I was expecting maybe something closer to what his relationship with Mike is. You know, one of respect. But he's like, Oh, you did you did something that I'm happy you did. You know, you 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 took it Yeah. I Hector. I think
1: it's because his I mean I, I think he respects how Upfront, Mike is, whereas Nachos is quite yeah. underhanded, right? Sure. It was yeah. very much just and and in the idea of if he can betray, you know, Hector when he's kind of in that life. I mean, has he got any loyalty to anyone? Any principles? I don't because I don't, cause I, I don't mm. think Gus knows yet whether or not he does. Obviously, we do. Whereas I think with Mike, he's very direct and blunt, and I think I I think Gus knows what he's getting with Mike.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's fair uh so we end with this you know ultra wide shot of him just you know sitting there and he's cuz throughout this entire conversation that you know Arturo is like you know dying he's like struggling to breathe yeah, yeah he's suffocating in the bag uh, and then he eventually dies and we get this big wide shot um so some minor uh, uh ironic points I liked as well there was like a nice touch where at one point like he he's actually telling Hector this is the end of that scene actually when they're talking to Hector in the bed he says "Hector you're going to get back on your feet and you're going to be stronger than ever" Uh, like, but that's obviously the opposite of what he wants. That's he does not yeah. want that. He wants Hector to be a vegetable, ideally. Like yes. so. Yeah. Those, those are some nice touches there. With again, it was this feeling that the naturals uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place, and that doesn't change by the end of the episode. It just the rock and the hard place have changed, but he's still in that same struggle. Yes, in the middle. definitely. So at yeah, least for now, at least for now, we'll we'll see where it goes. Uh, who knows? Maybe him, Saul, Mike, and. uh the the, the the guy who was still in the, the meds who ended up with the big the big oh, ridiculous yeah, the hummy. Big car. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, so yeah. Oh. There you go. That's the episode. That's that's all. Uh what what, what a what a densely packed episode for, for something. Not, at the start of this review we said, you know, all the plots didn't move that that, that much forward, but here we are forty five minutes later. pleasant well, that there's not much to talk about in terms of plot
1: progression but in terms of, of character progression, there is a lot.
0: Mm. Which, if done well, is way more important, arguably.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, it depends on the type of story you're telling, but in yeah. this story, definitely.
0: My, my, my favourite example is uh, Speed. Speed is a plot movie, it's not a character movie. Yeah. The characters are just there. You know, it's yeah. Bomb on a bus. Because under 50 miles an hour, it blows up. Yeah. That's, that's what drives the entire movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think the reason this show in particular has to go the character route is because well we know where it ends you can do whatever you want with the plot but we know the ending
0: uh, i mean that's a fair point i i think i would say that's a relevant note because breaking bad was also a character show and i think that's just the style of the story and it always was going to be regardless of what no, it is
1: that's fair. But i think this one didn't actually have a choice because this one could have gone okay well, we're doing a spin-off we could do some plot yeah.
0: stuff right yeah, but, but given who's involved, I don't think it'd be any different. I think this is, you know, you know, obviously they learn from Breaking Bad, and there's an arguable, yeah. it's, it's, you can argue that this is actually a tighter show, and they the learn. I think from, it absolutely is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I said though, I want to go back and rewatch Breaking Bad before I make any bold. claims Yeah, I'm probably
1: not going to rewatch it now though, till this is finished.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, I'll probably do the same once it's done. Uh, uh, hell, maybe that's a good reason to go straight into an already cancelled at the end, just go straight into Breaking Bad and <laughs> go forward in the timeline. Quite possibly, if we don't uh, overlap it in some way and so, is... yeah, yeah. Well, well technical, we... technically, we already do because of the black. Uh, yeah, we, we just...
1: overlapped it in the very first episode. yes
0: but, you know, but you know, I mean, in the the regular. I, I know, I know what you meant. Yes, as as this means timeline. This this motion here, right? Uh, so. Audio folks love that. Yeah. So that that's that's uh that's us. Uh, that is the Saul, episode 2 of season 4. Let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below, like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel and the reviews and everything we do here, head over to patreon.com slash And You get some bonuses for $1 a month or even more if you go up higher, uh, but it does support us a lot if you do that. And if you can't do that, don't feel too bad though, you can of course uh, just watch the ads on YouTube, turn off your ad block. Um, it, it really is a big help. Obviously, like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Uh, but that is us so thank you very much once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching tv guys have you got any vanilla